This episode of Your Daily Lex is brought to you by my outdated and not that accurate Bill Clinton impression. I feel your pain. And also Squarespace. It's Friday, January 3rd, 2014. Thank you so much for joining me once again on Your Daily Lex, the only podcast that you're listening to right now. Uh, Yesterday, I told you about my first job after college working for a Hollywood agency for a miserable man. I left that job because I was so unhappy, and I got a job working for a company called PowWeb. I had heard of PowWeb because they were my web hosting company. I wanted to have a domain. When I wanted to get a domain, by the way, I was like, all right, I want a domain. I'm going to have my own email address and website. It's going to be freedman.com taken. And this was, I don't know, uh, 2002, I guess. Uh, all right, I can't get Friedman.com. I'll try Friedman's.com. No. Friedman's.org. No. Friedman's.net. No. I ended up with thefriedmans.net, which is just the worst email address, by the way. You have to you have to make sure they get the the when you're telling it to somebody or telling it over the phone. You've got to make sure they get the S at the end, and then they want to do .com after all that, but it's really .net. Anyway, it's a terrible email address, so now I use lexfriedman.com for myself. Anyway, I see a job listing from PowWeb where they're looking for somebody to join the support team. I'm like, well, I know PowWeb. I could do that. And it turns out they wanted me to do billing support. So to answer the email inquiries that came in from customers about billing issues or whatever, and to answer phone calls on the same topic. Now, I was replacing somebody who they had had to let go uh, for whom this had been a full-time job. But I was finishing my workload each day in about my first 30 minutes there. And there'd be the occasional phone call that came in, but I would answer out the email queue of, I don't know, 60 to 80 messages, uh, you know, in my first half hour at work. So now I had a ton of free time and I said, well, I've done a lot of programming in my day. I guess I'll learn web development. A coworker whose name was Galax, G-A-L-A-X, said, you should learn Perl. That's the hip programming language. So I did. And then another person, Nick at the company, Nick had a more normal name than Galax, by the way. He's like, Perl, that's stupid. You should learn PHP. So, okay, I learned PHP. And then I realized, hey, now I'm a PHP developer. I could probably get a better job than this job. So I applied to this company called eBoz. And eBoz helped small to mid-sized businesses optimize their websites and advertise and things like that. And eBoz offered me a significant salary, basically triple what my salary was at, uh, at PowWeb. So I went back to PowWeb, for whom I had been doing some programming tasks on the side at this point. And I said, listen, uh, I could get a job doing programming full time. And in fact, I've applied for one and they're going to pay me triple what you pay me. And they said, well, we'll give you $8,000 more. <laughs> and uh, I said, no. And I went to eBoz. Uh, eBoz wasn't a great company, but it was a well-intentioned company and I had a lot of fun there. Uh, and for whatever reason, I was at home one day after a long time working for eBoz and I was on Craigslist looking at the job listings because why not? And I saw a job for a PHP developer that was just one minute from my house and that's in LA, which is amazing. And the company was talking about all their incredible benefits and it was a true LA internet startup in 2000 something like foosball and video games and free lunch Friday and 401ks with matching and all this other stuff. And so my wife and I were like, well, I guess I should go apply. What can't hurt. And I had two days of just gigantically long interviews where they had me coding on whiteboards and meeting everybody at the company. And then they hired me as their first full-time PHP developer. It turned out that this company was Intermix and they offered me a big salary boost. And Intermix was the parent company of MySpace, which at the time was not huge, but getting bigger. It was neck and neck with Friendster, let's say. And I was hired to build a site called grab.com, which still exists, but is nothing like what it once was. 
Grab.com, the idea was let's take the social networking magic of MySpace, which we can see is working, and let's market it to another audience. Grab.com was casual, flash-based web games, and the primary audience, you may or may not be surprised to learn, for casual web-based games uh, is middle-aged women, especially stay-at-home mom-type women. So we were trying to get those moms hooked on social networking. It didn't really work. The site did okay. Uh, but I quickly realized it at Intermix that I really envied the job of the people who told me what I had to build versus being me, the monkey, building it. You know, how many times can you build a virtually identical commenting interface before you just want to spend all day screaming at the top of your lungs? Uh, so I moved into the product development in Intermix, and what was really good was I met several people with whom I eventually formed a startup once Intermix and MySpace in particular were acquired by News Corp. None of us wanted to work for News Corp, so we all left. And that'll be the next chapter of the story. Have a great weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday. <laughs>